Welcome to The Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And this week we're going to be joined by sprint car driver Jonathan Cornell. We're also going to hear from Paul Gillen from Gillen Enterprises Justice Brothers, the president of the IMCA Old Timers Club, Mark Langer, and also our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsor. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's Speed the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full-throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high-quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember... Smart cookies use cookies. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. Need some parts for race night? How about that classic project in your shop? Wish there was a specialty auto parts store nearby? Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord is your answer. Radiators, disc brake kits, steering columns, fuel injection systems, air conditioning systems, coil over shocks, and much more. From the street to the track, Hot Rod Hardware has everything to modernize your vehicle and improve its performance. See us at hotrodhardware.com or call 507-527-527. 1020 Hot Rod Hardware. No robots, just real people. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see Coles Electric or 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our stores, a great place we call Miners Outdoors. We sell tools to get the job done, and the rest of the store is just plain fun. Chainsaws, mowers, ATVs, our equipment makes your job a breeze. Our service is the best around. We mow the competition down. We fix tools that run on wheels. We even got parts for snowmobiles. You sow it, you grow it, we help you mow it, run it, or ride it. We provide it. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Highway 218 in Blooming Prairie. We know in order for you to run on all cylinders, your ride needs to as well. That's why at Napa, we have a nationwide network of parts and care to help keep you on the road and in motion with trusted brands like Milwaukee Tools. And this month, Napa Auto Parts has the Milwaukee Penlight for only $15.99. A waterproof, dustproof penlight that delivers true view, high definition output, illuminating more of your work area and helping to keep you firing on all cylinders. Napa, get up and go. A Proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. At participating locations, NapaOnline.com does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price may not be available in some states. Offer ends August 31st, 2022. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to the driver segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure to be joined by sprint car driver Jonathan Cornell. And Jonathan, like many drivers that have been on the Dirt Show over the past 15 years, you got an early start in racing at seven years old. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. I guess you could say I was born into it. When I was two years old when my mother and father took me to my first Knoxville Nationals, and we lived one block away from the historic Sedalia State Fair Speedway. So every Friday night, I could hear race cars outside my bedroom window, and we would go out there and watch them when it wasn't too late. Yeah, I was uh, definitely into racing and dirt track racing specifically at a very young age. Motorcycles led to carts and eventually to micros. Each level, each race, each experience teaches you life lessons to use in your future racing career. Yeah, you know what? It definitely does so. And speaking of the motorcycles, it was kind of one of those life lessons about safety, I think, more than anything. I was racing at a young age at seven on the dirt bikes, and one of our cousins came up to practice on the bike one time. And she crashed the motorcycle, which injured herself pretty severely and and wrecked my motorcycle. And then my mother decided it was time for something with four wheels, which might have been a blessing in disguise because we seem to acquire a pretty good knack for the four-wheel step with go-karts and progressing through micros and then sprint cars, just learning to mature and uh, be patient and then just kind of take my course the way it was in the racing world. In 2005, you advanced into full-size 305 wing sprint cars and picked up 10 wins. For some drivers, it takes years to pick up their first win. Yeah, definitely so. You know, that was something pretty incredible. We had an opportunity to race a sprint car for an injured racer. I called him up and went out and practiced on a Wednesday night, and he gave me the okay to race that Friday. And believe it or not, we won our very first sprint car race. And then he had so much fun doing that, he let me race it the rest of the year. And uh, we ended up winning 10 races in the uh, track championship at LA Raceway in Lamont, Missouri. What was your most memorable win in a 305? You know, to be honest with you, um, it wasn't a, a huge event, but it was at the historic Knoxville Raceway. And that was a place that I thoroughly enjoyed going to watch races and obviously is a staple to the sprint car scene. And whenever I raced for the first time at Knoxville Raceway and we won, it was just a surreal moment. And I think that was probably my most memorable win as a 305 driver other than the very first time I won but just winning on a a big stage like that at a young age in front of a huge crowd it was just really something special for us. You know you're not the first driver to say that when you pull into Knoxville onto the scale after winning and that wall opens up to roll into victory lane drivers say that is the greatest moment they've ever had. (laughs) Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, turning left for 15 laps and then finally making a right-hand turn is pretty pretty fun to do. <laughs> In 2007, you made the move to 360 wing sprint cars. In the very first year, you set a track record at Knoxville Raceway. Yeah, that was something special. You know, it was a, a pretty big transition for us to go to the 360 division. I tried uh, driving a a gentleman's car a couple times, and it just didn't really pan out. So we scraped some money together and bought our own stuff. And my first night out in the 368 was in Sedalia, our home track, and we ended up blowing the engine. So it kind of set us aside. And it was really discouraging because we'd been running 305s and done really well for two years. The previous year, we won 18 features in one season. So to do that, to, to jump to 360s and not have real good luck, early in the year was discouraging, but we finally got some good sponsorship help. 
we bought a gentleman out, had a good engine, and went to Knoxville, and we actually set an eight-lap track record at Knoxville that was previously held by Jason Johnson. I think it's been overtaken since 2007, obviously, but now that was a really cool moment for us and a really big confidence booster after the bad year we had to start out the season. Knoxville Raceway. What makes that place so special for a sprint car driver? Well, you know, I, I think there's a whole bunch of different things that accommodate different people and, you know, and what they see at Knoxville Raceway and what makes it special to them. For me, it was just one of those things that, I, you know, I went there at such a young age. We were only about four hours down the road, so every year we look forward to going to the Nationals. Just the camaraderie of all the people being there and a big family for those couple of weeks during Nationals really brought it to me. Obviously, the beautiful facility, the way they run the program, the people behind the scenes, everything is just so awesome about that place. And we decided to try and race there in 2009. We decided to race there weekly with the 360. And being up there every weekend was really a lot of fun. And We ended up being second in points that year behind Clint Garner. We were rookie of the year, and we actually won the most features out of all the cars, but he was a lot more consistent than I was. So that was a really cool experience back in 2009, and there's just no place like that. In your region surrounding Sedalia, Missouri, are there more opportunities to run 305, 360, or 410s? Well, you know, so it's changed so much over the years, and being centrally located in Missouri was a great deal for us because when we ran 360s, we could race Thursday or Friday with the ASCS Warrior Region, which was the Winged Outlaw Warriors before that. Saturday night, Lake Ozark Speedway was racing weekly, and then Sunday night, Double X Speedway in California, Missouri. So we could travel maybe less than an hour and a half from our home in Sedalia and race almost three nights a week back in the, you know, the early 2007 to 2012 era. So the 360s were really popular then. Right now, you know, 305s are really starting to up and come. The Power Ride guy started a 410 series, which is hopefully taking off pretty well. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it. But that being said, the 360s seem kind of windled down quite a bit in the Missouri area. So the guys are running some non-wing stuff and 410 stuff picking up a little bit, but there still is a really good following for 305s again. 2012, you won the Warrior Region ASCS Championship for the first time. Talk about that series and the competition. You know, that was a, that was a really fun win for us. I raced it with the Winged Outlaw Warriors a few years before that, and Randy Martin was a staple for that series. He's always been really dominant, and along with a whole bunch of other drivers. When Archie Simpson sold the American Sprint Car Series, people were kind of concerned, you know, how it might evolve, but... It evolved really well, and for us to win that first championship was really nice. We had a lot of confidence that year. We had a new addition to our crew. His name's Chad Seipert. He's been um, in the sprint car scene for quite some time now, along with myself. And uh, Terry Dukes was our crew chief at the time and my father. So for us to win that really kind of set a higher expectation for us. We were winning some races. We were doing well. But for us to win a uh, series championship was really nice to do. And then we went on to uh, win, you know, the ASCS Warrior Region six times in a row, basically. So we um, had a really, really good run with that ASCS series. And us winning it, not downgrading on any of the competition, it was very difficult. But it was fun to race with those guys. And we had a lot of co-sanction events with the National Tour, which really stepped up the competition as well. But it was a really good group of people to race with. Speaking of the ASCS National Tour, how fun was it to run against the National Tour when they came through your region? 
you know, it, it was really fun. We have a really good fan base, a really good following, and a lot of support, you know, kind of saying, you know, you guys can do this. You could run with them. And, you know, I felt the confidence that if, if, if we would have done some things differently, if I would have managed things a little bit better, then I believe I probably could have tried to go on tour with them for a couple of years. But we started a business, and things were not falling into place for us right at that time. The first time I won a national tour race was down in Wheatland, Missouri, and believe it or not, we started 18th, which I think, I don't know if it's still this date, but it might be the furthest anyone started back in the field to win a national tour race. And we did it. And it, it was pretty surreal and a lot of fun. And, you know, just I, I don't think I could have smiled enough that night. How did you get involved with Tony Morrow and Marty Howard in a Sprint Invader series? So that was something that was really special to me last year, <laughs> really before this the season started uh, last year. Lee Nelson from Ostrich Race Engines had approached me during that winter, and those group of guys talked over some things, and they decided to start a sprint car team. They kind of had some sponsors in line, some cars in line, not really everything planned out, but they were still working on it, and they were needing a driver. And I drove to Des Moines, Iowa, and met with all of them and told them that my availability was good at that time. And I'd never met Marty before, and he was a great individual, and we shook hands, and I became the driver for that year, and we targeted the Sprint Invaders schedule. So first night out, we had a little bit of mechanical issues. We found some problems with the fuel line, so we didn't hit the race the very first race, unfortunately. But our second night out with them, you know, we ended up winning the race. So it was really, really fun, and the whole season, it was just incredible. I mean, everybody on the team, with Tony and Lee and Marty, all the guys that came to help and all their sponsors, it really did make it feel like a family. And I bring my family up there. We do our thing. We'd race. We'd have a great time. And we were really successful. And we uh, ended up winning the championship last year. It is possibly one of the greatest stories in sprint car racing history in the state of Iowa. Marty Howard, who had never owned a sprint car, wants to fulfill a bucket list dream and be a sprint car owner and win a championship. And he decided the Sprint Invaders and you guys did it. Yeah, it's uh, it's still so much fun to think about it, you know. And we had full intentions on trying to continue that drive for this year. And a lot of unexpected experiences happened back here at home. I ended up having another kid, which I have a son and a daughter now. And business needing a lot of attention. And not that we lost 100% contact with them, but you know, kind of faded away and time ticked away on me. And so this year, they decided uh, to fill the seat with a couple different drivers. You know, Bill Baylog drove it this year and Scott Boguski. And Bill uh, would like to find a weekend where I'd be available to hop back in that 26 because it was such a fun time and the car was really fast. And everybody associated with the team, they're all really, really great people. The Sprint Invaders Series. we seen the series at the very last race ever at the Iowa State Fairgrounds in Des Moines, and it was a great time. That is a talented group of sprint car racers. It really is. You know, uh, whenever we decided to run that series and we started racing, the the competitive level is really high there. You know, with it being a lot of midweek shows and not competing against Knoxville, they get a lot of drivers from different areas to come and compete at those events. So what they have going for them is extremely great. And the people behind the Sprint Invaders, they do an awesome job. They get the show on the road. They're bang, bang. And they really do care about the drivers and the teams. That was something really special with that organization that I liked. With Sprint Car Racing also comes Sprint Car Crashing. 
Well, we've taken quite a bit of rides. <laughs> Luckily for us, the amount of races that we've done and the amount of crashes we had, we've had a pretty good ratio there. So there is that involvement with any kind of open wheel race or any racing for that matter. But open wheel racing, you know, it can get pretty crazy. I do remember racing the I-80 and we had a crash. Don Long, Sears the telephone company, was helping us out a, a few years back. And we went up there to race with them and they ended up losing brakes, which is uh, nothing on him. It was just a, a parts malfunction and jumped a tire and flipped there. But yeah, we've had some hard crashes at Knoxville too, which there's never easy crashes there. Luckily for us, you know, with the Sprint Invaders group last year in the 26 team in Fossil Racing, I think the only time we ever got any damage on the car was a front bumper, and that was because something in the trailer hit it, you know, on the way to the car wash. So <laughs> we ran really hard last year, won some races, and uh, didn't tear anything up. Biggest memory or victory so far in a 410 wing sprint car? It's hard to say with my memory. I, I know that we ran uh, the Knoxville Nationals the first year. is the 50th anniversary of the Knoxville Nationals. And it's kind of a funny memory, but we were on Goodyear tires there. And I remember the Goodyear tires had a Knoxville, Knoxville Nationals 50th anniversary stamp on the outside of the tire. So we had a decent fight at the Nationals, nothing great or spectacular. We didn't do good on a qualifying night, but the final night we climbed through a couple of features. I won the D-Main, which was kind of neat. So I got to stand on the podium and get my picture taken. But I remember trying to fight a whole bunch of those Goodyear tires with those uh, emblems on the side just to turn them into, you know, either coffee tables or clocks or something like that for my race shop. So that was kind of a fun 410 experience. Um, and then also I tried competing with the... Uh, First time going to Peebley with the Outlaws at the Ironman and kind of got our asses handed to us there, but it was pretty cool going to a high bank fast joint like that a few years back in the 410. You also had the opportunity to race probably the biggest race in the world during the off season, the Chili Bowl. How fun was that? You know, we uh, got to do it a couple times. I raced for Scott Bennick, oh my, back in I think 2005 or six, seven, somewhere in there. And then we did it again uh, in the early teens of 2000s. It's definitely uh, an experience. I raced it when it was the shootout in the go-kart. I raced the shootout in our mini sprint. We ran second one year. So we're really close to getting a driller one time. But in the midget, it was something very unexpected. You know, there's a lot of horsepower and those cars don't weigh anything. And just getting there at 9 o'clock in the morning, you might not race until this afternoon. It was, it was a little draining, but a lot of fun. And when I started doing the Chili Bowl, I think, you know, I went through my puberty at a later age and I got pretty tall. So fitting in the race car was a little difficult, <laughs> my first experience at the Chili Bowl. But after I got comfortable, you know, it was it was something I'll never forget. When I called you the other day at lunchtime, I could hear them in the background. You're a busy dad with a three-year-old and a nine-month-old at home. <laughs> yeah, very much so. You know, uh, always been busy with the business that we started about 12 years ago and just a lot of uh, extracurricular activities that we always tried to do and go racing and then but being a father and having a family, there's no greater feeling than that. And we have been going through a little six bill with us. <laughs> the kids uh getting a little older, so they're starting to have some of those issues and bringing them home, and then the parents get them. We keep passing them around, but no, it's, it's a blast. I remember when my son was born, seven days after he was born, we actually went to the races. I was racing at Lake Ozark Speedway, and, and we won, so he had to take a picture from Victory Lane with Dad the first time he went to a race. and We always joke about that, you know. It's, it's like I had to win for his first race because I don't want to be going through a photo album 10 years from now, and show him his first race and he asked how I did and I 
time I got last in the B main, that just wouldn't be very cool. So <laughs> I had to make sure I won that night. But no, I love my my family. I really do. Danielle, the mother of Jet, my son, and Elsie, my daughter. She has her hands full, but she's definitely super mom. She's one of the strongest women I know. I with my mom and my sister, and I don't know how they do it sometimes, but it's pretty cool to to witness. And your business, Sure Coat Powder Coating, is booming. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so my father, John, uh, he was in the body shop business for 35, 40 years. And I started going to school for something completely different. Just uh, the body shop stuff never really interests me a whole lot. Anyway, um, back in 2008, when I was in college, started to see an opportunity to start a powder coat shop, which I wanted to do something affiliated with racing. And I thought that was a good opportunity for me to to be racing and be around that community and apply some sort of service to that industry. And so we started the powder coat business and we started getting some residual work and some bigger clientele. And my father's, you know, quit doing body work to help out with the powder coat shop. And him and I have been doing it for, like I said, 12 or 13 years now. And it's been a really big part of our life and kind of a biggest financial future for us. So it's something that's taken a lot of attention and a lot of hard work, but we've definitely enjoyed doing it. When you are on the track, who helps you out as far as sponsorship? Oh my gosh, you know, we've we've raced for so long. We've had so many people that's been good family friends of ours and really good sponsors over the years and the list is super long, you know. Like last year with the whole fossil racing team, they have a really good group of people with them with Marty and Lee and Tony Morrow and the guys at Academy Roofing, Pro Diesel and McKeon's Tap and Holbrook Excavating and all those guys. You know, they were a big, big supporter of the fossil racing team. And then on a personal aspect of it, you know, some guys like Rick Yeager from Yeager Cycle, who's been with me since I raced go-karts when I was seven years old, and Mike Trammell and Kyle Herrick and David Ray and Joel Hunsberger from Kyle Line Builders, they really set my program up in uh, the 360 division whenever we transition. And the Hayden family that owns Starline Brass here in Sedalia, they've been a big, big supporter of ours for quite some time and capital materials which is just down the road from sedalia uh they helped us out quite a bit too and like i said don long from sears World telephone company he was a big part of our team for a few years and just me transitioning into sprint cars not to backtrack here but you know steve smith from smith signs really was a big supporter of mine through a lot of my racing helped let of our cars and helped me get started on some knowledge of the sprint car industry and terry dudes who Helped his brother Tim Dukes that's raced for a while and then was a crew chief on Brian Brown's car for quite some time and then came to us and now he's uh, wrenching his own program with Gunnar Ramey in the ASCS Warrior region. So there's so many people that's helped us out sponsorship-wise. Real big supporter is just my family. Racing on the weekends was almost like a family reunion every weekend. So it was a place that we could all get together and communicate and not bitch at each other like we would be like at a Thanksgiving dinner. So it was fun for everybody to go to the races on the weekend. The decision to take the year off racing between the kids, the business, and some recent heart complications, did you just need some time to regroup, and what are the future plans? You know, we did end up selling all of my personal own stuff here. We we sold my truck and trailer, my race cars. It's one of those things that the 360 class was kind of dwelling down here, so we didn't have a lot of opportunity to race, but 
also just priorities were kind of shifting a little bit with having um, a second child and we outgrew our two-bedroom house so now we're in the middle of a remodel to try to accommodate the family for a three-bedroom house and business has picked up and the cost of stuff too you know people are complaining about that all over the boards but it didn't seem feasible for us to really try to make it happen this year part shortages not having some of the equipment cost of things just life in general you know it's it was a hard hard pill to swallow and it's pretty bittersweet whenever I got to see myself you know drive out of the driveway I teared up a little bit but uh, it was it was a lot of years and we had a hell of a run and I'm not done racing that's for sure it's just trying to find the time and the right weekends for us to make stuff happen and my son's three years old now so I'm sure um, here in a couple of years he'll he'll probably have a go-kart like my father did for me so Jonathan either you're the smartest guy on the planet or you had a vision because I'm sure there's a lot of drivers out there with the gas prices and the tire issues that are saying, huh, that was a great idea. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would definitely not call myself the smartest guy on the planet. You know, it's just one of those things. Uh, racing's in my blood. I never, I don't ever want to quit. You know, it's just one of these things that I, I just came to the realization, you know, something that, a trigger has to be pulled and which direction is uh, the gun, the gun pointing, you know? So it's, I don't know. It's, after talking to you, it's like, maybe I'm, maybe I was crazy. Maybe I should have just switched back. <laughs> I kept doing what I was doing, but uh, no, it's just, it, you know, like I said, it's still hitting me. It's uh half, you know, it's big time through the season, but it's one of these things, you know, I, I go back in the race shop and see our accomplishments, our trophies and the stuff that we've had and what we've done. And I know for a fact that uh, I'll, if I can fit my driving suit again, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll zip that bad boy back up and get behind the wheel. Jonathan, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show, and make sure to say hi to Heavy the next time you see him. <laughs> I'll definitely do so, and it was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I greatly appreciate you guys thinking of me whenever you guys want to do a show. Come on, kids. Let's go outside to play. Hello, Wolf and Sons? Can you come spray my yard for mosquitoes? If you can't be outside because of the mosquitoes, call Wolf and Sons at 507-455-3524. Why should your business choose Foamcraft Packaging? It's vitally important that you select a partner in the packaging business that has capabilities to satisfy your everyday packing needs with the versatility to take care of those projects that require specialized treatment. Foamcraft is large enough to tackle all your packaging requirements, yet small enough to provide individualized service to ensure quality products for you and your clients. See foamcraftpackaging.com or call them at 507-455-2893. Hey everyone, this is Chad Weir's Weir's Machine and Racing Products with today's tech tip. Today we're going to talk about our engine and rear end lift handles. These are a real nice piece we've been making for quite a few years. One end has a 3 8 coarse thread stud and the other one is drilled and tapped 5 8 coarse thread. So you can thread four of these into your engine and you and three of your homeboys can carry an engine around or you put two on each side of the rear end and then you and another guy can carry a rear end around very easily. Real nice trick tool, available at weirsmachine.com. As always, check us out online at weirsmachine.com. Thank you. Winning drivers rely on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. Now get the same benefit with VP Mattitives offering race fuel technology for your daily driver. Increase fuel mileage and restore power to your streetcar with VP's Fuel System Cleaner or... 
Give your race car a boost with VP's Octanium, improving your fuel's octane by up to eight numbers and giving you the throttle response your performance car was built to deliver. That's VP Manatees, available at your local AutoZone store or at VPRacingFuels.com. Aero Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Aero Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawnmowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Paul Gillen from Gillen Enterprises Justice Brothers. And Paul, Gillen Enterprises Justice Brothers has always been a huge supporter of Terry McCarl. What a season he is having again. Yeah, you know, it's been an interesting season with the 360 for him at Knoxville, I believe with four wins already. And you know, what a class act gentleman to be a part of in the whole McCarl family. He's been doing very well. He's such a nice gentleman, the whole family is. He always stays in contact with you and tells you what's going on, tries to help as much with the emotional side of it and that. But yeah, he's really, really having a good season. Good to see. And good to see Austin and Carson doing well as well. Yes, Terry McCarl is always great on the promotional side. And it was ironic when I looked at the schedule and I had you on the weekend of the 360 Nationals. You look at Terry McCarl from a father's perspective. This year he has three chances to win the thing, Carson, Austin, and himself. That has to be an exciting feeling. And I think as a father, you know and I know, it's great when your kids succeed. I couldn't agree more. I was just talking to Joe Kuba. The last race that they had for the Earl Kuba Memorial at Cedar Lake Speedway, his daughter Anna won it. And somebody happened to be supporting Joe in the race. And it was precious to see a father watching his daughter do so well and to be able to win the race. And I know that Terry is very much the same, very much supportive of both of his boys. And both of his boys are very stand-up, top-notch, very classy, always looking out for doing the best job as possible and appearance-wise. And I think they have a, a very good chance at the 360 Nationals. And, of course, at the uh, 410 National Nationals, and again, it can go to anybody. You just never know. And I think that they always have a good chance at that as well. And it couldn't happen to a better family as far as more. Over the many seasons you have sponsored the Dirt Show, things I take away are you are a business of saving people money, making their vehicles last longer, and giving their machines a longer life. And that's so true. With fuel costs as they are now, We're looking at our additive line to help them to increase their fuel economy and also increase the longevity of the vehicle because vehicles 
whether it be tractors, cars, trucks, are hard to come by now. And we're keeping our vehicles and tractors and combines longer. So we need to keep those in good running shape. And that's where we come in. We have many additives for the engine, transmission, differential, fuel system, coolant system, all these different areas that we can help drop temperature, have a smoother, cooler running vehicle, and it's going to last longer. So especially in these times, this is something that is essential for them to look at the preventative maintenance side. No different than taking care of ourselves, brushing our teeth, combing our hair, you know, the preventative maintenance, the vitamins and minerals that we take on a regular basis, this is all in preventative maintenance for our own bodies. We should do that for our vehicles as well, and that's where the Justice Brothers line comes into play. I can't imagine the impact these fuel prices are having on the trucking industry. Gillen Enterprises' Justice Brothers carries a full line of semi-products to extend the life of the truck and reduce downtime. Absolutely. We have products for the diesel fuel side where we're going to help to keep the engine clean, keep the injectors spraying correctly, and increasing the cetane level in the fuel itself, getting rid of moisture, and especially now with biofuels, we have some problems with gelling, with algae and bacterial buildup, and we can help stop that. And again, preventative maintenance side, let's look at preventing rather than waiting for a problem to exist, taking care of it right away and not having to worry about that. And plus the engine additives that we have, the JB heavy-duty vehicle for the engine transmission, differential, and the hydraulics of any sort of diesel-powered vehicle to help to make it run smoother, cooler, last longer, get better efficiency out of it. Again, preventative maintenance right now is, is the key to having a vehicle that runs better, gets better fuel economy, and as you said, especially with the prices of diesel fuel and regular fuel right now. The racing industry. Names like Johnny Parsons, Roger Ward, Dwayne Carter Sr., Cotton Farmer, Benny Parsons, Don Garlitz, Connie Coletta, Don Perdum, all have relied on Justice Brothers products over the years. That's some very good company to have. With all of those, whether it be drag racing, IndyCar racing, dirt track racing, all the way down to the hobby stocker at your local racetrack, there are so many products in our line that can help the performance of these vehicles immensely. And again, it's also the preventative side of not breaking down. If you can get an engine to run 10 to 15 degrees cooler, why wouldn't you? That's just something that we can help with all of these racers. And yeah, when you think of Justice Brothers, we've been around for 85 years. We have been around the racing industry for all of that. Thinking of the Justice Brothers, the original Ed, Zeke, and Gus, being part of NASCAR's beginning on the old Daytona Beach Raceway. There is so much history there claimed that these people have proven the products work. And again, why wouldn't you use something to help prevent heat buildup, increase horsepower, and prevent maintenance, especially on a racing program? That's what we're here again to help with. Your display always draws a huge crowd at the back to the 50s with the hot rodders. Absolutely. We were so happy to see this year that the crowd was back and that the car numbers were back. I believe they had very close to 12,000-plus cars at the show this year, and the crowd was so nice to see. The numbers were back, 
And we were doing our demonstrations of our products there, and the people were so happy to see us there, and they bought quite a bit this year because, of course, with the COVID issue, there was a lot of people that weren't able to make it. And the Canadians were back. So happy to see our great white north friends come back from Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan. It was really good to see them as well. So yeah, the Back to the 50s was, was a hit, and as long as I'm around, I'll be going to that displaying our products every year. Speaking of the Great White North, as a true Minnesotan, you enjoy downhill skiing and also in the winter riding your vintage sled with your snowmobile group and sponsoring some sled racers. Absolutely. Vintage snowmobiles are a passion of mine and of a few of my cousins in our family, too. And it is something that we enjoy. It's not as expensive as the Back to the 50s cars. It's something that we grew up with in the 60s and 70s when our fathers had older snowmobiles. And it is just so much fun to bench race with these people, but also to go out on rides with these people. It's a very close-knit group. There's a lot of different owners groups, such as the Moto Ski and Skidoo and Articat and Polaris owners group. I myself like the Brute snowmobiles, and there's an owners group for that. And it's just fun, simple fun. And again, we use our products in them as well, in the chain case and on the tie rods and you know, the JB80 product, the uh, heavy-duty vehicle in the chain case, and the fuel additives to stabilize the fuel. But yeah, it's a tight-knit group. It's uh, a lot of fun to be a part of that. And one of the best ones that we go to is the ERX Motor Park in Elk River, Minnesota. It's in late January. If you've never been, that is an excellent place to go to see hundreds and hundreds of vintage snowmobiles. And it also showcases your products work in extreme conditions, not only heat, but also the brutal cold. Exactly. You know, when you think of our neck of the woods, here we sit coming into August now, and can reach 100 degree temperatures and 80 to 90 percent humidity. And then when you get to January, when you're thinking well below zero, 20, 30 below zero, and windshields that are 40 and 50 below, that's what our products are designed to do. And we in the Midwest here experience a lot of different types of temperatures that can cause problems for our vehicles. So yes, the Justice Brothers line can handle all extremities and to help in all different types of climate. Your products are also showcased at many area stores, including Runnings. Runnings is a fantastic fleet store that handles any sort of farm, automotive, fleet supply. They have been very good customers and are opening up new stores in different areas as well. And we're just so happy to be coupled with them as one of our retailers. Paul, how can they find out more about Gillen Enterprises and Justice Brother products? Good question. You can go to our website, justicebrothers.com. You can see our full line of products. You can inquire about where it can be available in your area. And also you can call us here in Eden Prairie at 1-800-533-7492, and we'd be more than happy to point you in the direction of to find any of our products at a retailer or a local repair shop. Paul, it's always great to talk to you, and thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. Well, Clayton, thank you so much, and always good to hear from you. 
The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit is going to be our track tribute to Ascot Speedway and will run from May through September this year. Our track tribute to Ascot Speedway will feature eight of the historically significant race cars that raced during Ascot's heydays of dirt track racing on both the big half-mile track and Ascot's quarter-mile track. Also, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum will feature several racing videos and interviews that took place when Ascot was still in existence. With many of our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees from California and the history of their careers shaped at Ascot Speedway, you can expect to see and learn more about these drivers' accomplishments and Hall of Fame careers at the track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you're a West Coast slide them in Sprint Car fan, you won't want to miss our track tribute to Ascot Speedway this May through September at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Fast Shaft Drive Shafts is the number one carbon fiber, steel, chrome molly, and aluminum drive shaft builder for over 90% of the major modified chassis builders. Now, under new ownership, the mission will not change. Providing drive shafts, drive shaft repair, 9 inch Ford center sections, slip yokes, rear end yokes, ring and pinions, bearings, spools, gears, shim kits, and more to racers everywhere. Call Fast Shaft today. Made by racers for racers. 800 622 6617. You've just had an accident. That's where Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision and Fairbow stand out above the rest. Fast, friendly, and knowledgeable advice from the time you step inside their door. One look at their state-of-the-art facility, paint oven, and computer paint matching capabilities, and you'll know you came to the right place. Next time you need collision repair, think Midwest Collision. Located at Highway 60 east of Fairboat, or call 332-2434. Remember, you bend them, we mend them. Medieval Chassis has been the leader in better engineered stock cars and modifieds for almost two decades. They are now going to become the center of all things mod light in the Midwest. Medieval Chassis will be the go-to shop for all parts in store, online, or by phone for this up-and-coming cost-conscious racing class. Summer 2022, Medieval Chassis will have their Mod Light platform in action. Kicking off the new Endeavor Medieval Chassis and Cow's Big Deals will be auctioning off a 2023 Mod Light Roller valued at $12,000 in October. Watch Facebook and see MedievalChassis.com for more details. Whether you're running for the checkered flag, blasting on the strip, or cruising in the boulevard, you want crisp flat response and reliable horsepower. Byers Engine Service offers a full machine shop that can completely machine and rebuild your tractor, race car, or streetcar engine and put some life under your hood. No gimmicks, just horsepower. See BuyersEngine.com or call 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super-durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by the president of the IMCA Old Timers Club, Mark Langer, and Mark, one of my favorite times of the year is coming up, fair time. That means Dakota County Fair in Farmington, and that means the IMCA Old Timers display. And you guys have a tremendous display, and there was a huge amount of press coverage and media coverage last year because people were blown away. 
Yeah, we had quite a deal last year. We had a lot of stuff there, and this year is going to be even better. This year we have Glenn Anderson's GMC straight eight six cylinder. Glenn was from Owatonna. It has a Wayne Horning head on it, which is something special. There's only a handful of those. It's just the most beautiful car I've ever seen. And Glenn raced that car in the 50s. And if you've ever seen it, he used to wear a purple jacket and had a white scarf tailing off behind him. It was quite the sight to see. We also have a TQ, which is a three-quarter midget. It was restored by Rob Cahoe. And the TQs were smaller than a midget. They used to race them, like, inside. They had, like, a Harley-Davidson engine in them and stuff. We used to race them in the old Minneapolis Auditorium, downtown Minneapolis. On the wooden basketball court floor, they put cork syrup down to get traction along with the midgets. We also have a midget that's been restored by John Ellingson, which is a beautiful car. Mert Williams Dirt Station Wagon, which is owned by Bob Steyer out of Rochester, will be there. We also have quarter midgets for the kids to sit in so mom and dad can take photos of the kids in a race car. We also have photos from Rex Speedway. Farmington Speedway from the 50s, plus photos from Raceway Park and Elko Speedway. The Minnesota State Fair from the 20s till its end. Old driver suits and helmets from drivers of the past will be on display. And we have DVDs from the past. And we will have members present to ask and answer your questions. And if you have anything you'd like to donate, we'd be more than happy to accept it. The thing I think I enjoy the most every single year is the conversations sitting around at the picnic tables in the shade underneath the tent, just listening to the conversations around you. And also, you never know who might come walking in that tent. We've had retired Winston Cup driver Blackie Wangren show up, Ron Olson, who was a Raceway Park standout for years and then went road racing. He was a Porsche champion at Donnybrook, which is now Raynard International Speedway. And all kinds of people just show up there, and they sit around and talk. That's the big shtick there. Every single year, something new shows up. A couple different photo albums. Somebody brings a couple of helmets or a driver's suit. You're constantly switching stuff out, and the cars are always different. That's our big thing is to make it different every year so people don't get bored or tired of coming and say, oh, they had that there last year. Well, that doesn't happen. We try and always have a different array of cars on display from a different era and different types. And I know we will be coming up Tuesday, August 9th, around lunchtime, and I'm actually bringing a special guest at 1 p.m. And as you mentioned, if somebody has something that they want to donate to the club so other people can enjoy it, you can display it. He's actually bringing a couple things to donate, so it's a great place to get your racing memorabilia preserved so people can see it in the future. I just did a piece for Tommy Knowlton, who was a racing icon from Minnesota that everybody's forgotten about. He was a two-time Indy winner back in the 20s, and nobody even seems to know who he was. It's kind of a shame that some of this stuff is forgotten about, and we're trying to bring that stuff back. So that's kind of our goal. And one of the amazing things about Tommy Milton, a lot of people do not remember, is he actually went down to Florida and race the huge board tracks that they used to build back in the 20s and actually set a track record at one of the largest board tracks in history. And six months later, that board track was destroyed in a hurricane. And what people don't realize is we are called the IMC Old Timers, which is International Motor Contest Association, which did all the state fairs in the upper Midwest, and I'd say 65% of the county fairs had their races there. That's our goal, is to preserve that history and bring it out so people can see it. The fair runs from August 8th through the 14th, 
and we'd be more than happy to have you come and sit with us and join us and go through our stuff. If you have anything to add or stories you can tell, it would be greatly appreciated. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevland Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. Five two eight nine nine zero zero. That's five two eight ninety nine zero zero. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help, and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. They service the entire Cows listing area. Their employees live in our community and sponsor area racers and softball teams. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today. 256-7766. That's 256 256- 7766. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, call the professionals at Altenburg Construction at 888 888- 435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show. And I am joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And Speed, the Iowa State Fair is coming up August 11th through the 21st. And I just seen a delicious destination show with Andrew Zimmern talking about all of the vendors at the Iowa State Fair, the history behind the foods that they serve. How long have you been at the Iowa State Fair? And I'm sure there's many vendors that use cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasoning products. You bet you, Clay. I'll tell you what, I'm thinking we're probably in our, I don't know, between 25 and 30 years that we've been an exhibitor out there and we just sell our bottles of sauce and sample it at our trailer. But for 20, 22, 23 years, we sponsor a neat program. It's called Iowan of the Day. What we do is we divide the state up into 10 different districts, and then we get nominations from all those districts. Now, it can't be part of their job, but people that have volunteered and did a lot of things like delivering meals to shut in, they've helped raise money to rebuild a park, They've had fundraisers to do Veterans Memorial. It's just amazing to find out all the great things that Iowans have done for their community. A lot of them have never, ever been recognized for all their volunteerism and everything they've done. So if they get selected, there's a committee that goes through the, the nominations and then picks one person from each district. And then when they're the Iowan of the day at the state fair, they get a drive around in one of our cooking golf carts during the fair, complimentary stay at the Marriott Hotel downtown, the Iowa State Fair Blue Ribbon Foundation, 
give them tickets to a grandstand event that's on that day. They get the money to spend at the fair. And then every day at noon this year, I recognize them on the Bill Riley stage and present them with a plaque and thank them for all their volunteerism and stuff they've done for their community for years and years. And it's a great program, and you get to meet a lot of real humble people that have done wonderful things for years, and nobody's ever recognized them for it. Well, that's a fun thing. And then, of course, we have the beef quarters out here that serve excellent prime rib and all sorts of beef items. And, of course, they use our flavor enhancer and our tangy mustard barbecue sauce. And then we have turkey time confessions that do the turkey legs and the strawberry smoothies. They use a lot of our seasoning products in their various stands. Camel Confessions does in a lot of their stands. We've got the Iowa Turkey Federation that does it. Sirenstein does it. Jalapeno Peach. They're just a large percentage of the stands out here use our seasoning and sauces. And we certainly want to thank all those vendors for the great job they do in presenting cookie products to all the fairgoers, which normally is a million plus every year. Speed people that love to cook, love to grill, and love to barbecue need to be using your products. How can they find out more? Claim just go to our website, cookiebbq.com, and there's all kinds of good recipes on there. If they check in the stores, there's tags up by our products that say veteran owned and stuff. But also there's a QR code on there. Just click on that on your phone. That'll take you the recipe just for that product. Speed, thanks for all you do. Thanks for your time at the Iowa State Fair. Hope to see you down there. And thanks for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. You bet you stop by, Clay, and have a good one. And thanks for you and all the listeners for all their support. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Mizgin.com. Mizgin Auto Parts, in God we trust. At Lampros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Lampros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Lampros agent JJ Wise at 641 641- 420-SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookie Sauces and Seasoning. The All-Stars invaded Knoxville Raceway gearing up for the Knoxville Nationals in the 410 wing sprint car A-Main, Rico Abreu over Kerry Matson, and in the 18-lap 360 A-Main, Clint Garner over Aaron Reitzel. Toner's Lake Karting Facility offers dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. 
Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.